we could not close out the year without spending a few minutes with Max Matern to discuss a few things that he's talking about right now in the Service Management Training Academy and the Service Advisors classes that he has online. So we're putting in this little supplement before we end the year. We spent about 15, 16 minutes with Max. Have a listen. Tell us what you think. We're going to do our best to get new thinking out there. There's going to be discussions centered around growth and new thinking. That's where those great ideas come from, exploring them together. Nuggets that you can go back and put into your dealership that'll help you make more money. This is GarageCast. Welcome to, well, this is, I, I don't know, this is the first ever supplemental insert. We're going to call it a day next week, and and we, we we just got off a call with Max, and Max just got done giving a class, and, you know, Sam, we, we had been talking about a few things uh, in our past 20 clubs about what's going on out there in the mm-hmm. industry, and I've, I've also stated kind of like, hey, man, right now is the time to really get your service department ramping up because we don't want to get the culture all jacked up, and you were talking about kind of three things that you're seeing in 20 clubs that dealerships yep. are doing right now. Touch on those really quick. Yeah, it's kind of funny. You start off with, we were going to call it a day next week, and I'm like, no, we were going to call it a year next week. <laughs> we weren't going to call yeah, it yeah. a day. We were going to close <laughs> out the century. podcast for the year. Yeah. But uh, yeah, so we had them all lined up. We were buttoned up for the year, and and yet here we are talking on a supplemental podcast. Um, yeah, Tony, just referencing back to the video that we opened all the groups with uh, in the fall round was those different scenarios that a lot of people are in these scenarios. And the most common were either you are still thinking it's margins from COVID on major units, and we can tell by your traffic log and your transactional data that you are absolutely walking deals because you're holding out for the margin that you think you deserve for the past three years. So that's one scenario, right? So we're holding margins and things look good, but all of a sudden we're just walking customers. So we're down in greets, we're down in transactions, and we're not taking those deals. That is a problem. The other major scenario that we saw were people taking all the deals. And all of a sudden you saw margins dip into the low double digits and even the single digits for a lot of dealers out there. So on one hand, we're taking all those deals, but we're not making the money in the sales department like we would before. Our expenses crept up over COVID. And as we all know, you got to make that up somewhere else, which is why we always talk about fixed ops and you know, mm-hmm. driving into line items for ticket and average ticket and PA and service, and particularly what else can we be doing in service? So, to your point, yeah, we, we were ta- chatting with Max and we thought, hell, let's just turn these mics on and see what we let's, got here. Let's bring on Bill Nye, the service guy, and see what he has to say <laughs> from his way cool uh, studio that you got going. Maximus, what's up? <laughs> what's happening, guys? Uh, thanks for having me on today. Uh, just finished up a service management academy, so I'm fresh off the heels of working with a bunch of managers. You look exhausted. Did they kick your ass? Yeah, man. It's a, it you know, it's up? a lot of work. It's a lot <laughs> keeping everybody super excited. <laughs> what, what, what drinking uh, uh, holiday is going on in December? What, what kind of uh, four month party kicks off at Thanksgiving? Yeah, I just, it's just a continuous Thanksgiving. You just got to keep that uh, blood alcohol level high from, yeah. from Thanksgiving through Christmas. Most people call it alcohol. Most people call it alcoholism. Uh, New Orleans calls it, oh, it's, it's season. It's Bacchus. It's, yeah. it's, uh, yeah, yeah. it's what it's jazz fest. It's the exactly. sun's out. Yeah. You, you remember, 
you know how uh, like uh, Black Friday day has become Black Friday week and or month. I think Fat Tuesday has just carried on all the year. It's just <laughs> it's Fat 2023, and then you're gonna roll yeah, into man. Fat 2024. Yeah, yep. yeah. This is this is float building season right now, actually, for me. This is when we start building all the the costumes and the floats and all that other stuff to prepare for for Mardi Gras. Yeah. This is where you Tony, you're talking about you were talking about Thanksgiving Day Parade, right? Which is the first time I thought about floats since I was, I don't know, twelve. Um and, <laughs> and New Orleans is going into float building season with everything yeah. going on in the world. You're building this floats. This is where you Good wake you. up and you you have your spouse punch you in your liver for a, an hour straight. <laughs> yeah. And then you do six shots of Jaeger and then you just keep <laughs> continue to up that until spring happens so that you're like fully ready to abuse yourself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. we're I'm, I'm building a float right now out of a out of a trailer. It's got a full EV battery and motor on it. Uh, and it it basically will allow us to move all of our drinks and bathroom and music all the way across the city as a group. <laughs> you know. You know, if that city as a collective put as much effort into curing cancer as it did building floats <laughs> and being drunk as shit, we would be a whole lot better society. But hey, yeah, you guys, you, know you guys it's do you. Fun. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. you do you. Exactly. Yeah. So listen, you know, you, you just got done and, you know, you're going to kick off January a whole new a whole new iteration of service management training yeah. Academy and your service advisor class, which we'll yeah. get to in a sec. But like, what are you seeing out there? What are some of the things that you would want to tell uh, our listeners like, Hey, for the end of the year, let's boom, here's what's going on. Here's what you need to be thinking. Yeah. There's, a, there's a couple things. I think the first thing I'd point out is, you know, we'd talked previously about when we start to see a slowdown in sales, it doesn't necessarily mean we see that same slowdown in service. And that's, that's starting to show itself right now. We're not, you know, service is still fairly busy in comparison to previous years. When you compare that to the, the some of the drops we've seen in the sales department. So the point here is we got to remember to continue to invest and put energy into our service departments because that's a real opportunity to keep this going. When major unit sales aren't happening, it means that customers are keeping their units longer, which means they need more service and they need more handholding in the back of the house. So I think that's that's the first one from like a big picture perspective. But right now, we're at the time of the year where service historically always slows down a little bit. If we look at just the seasonality trend of service departments, it's getting colder. There's fewer people out. There's fewer people using their units. So there's a couple things we need to focus on in that time. I think the first one is this is our chance to make sure we're, we're really getting our team trained up, make sure they're doing all their OEM trainings, make sure they're uh, you're working with your advisors to get them all tuned up for when the season comes back out, you know, do your advisor training, like we're going to be doing in January, get people bought into that. And the other thing to consider is that there's this interesting trend between our overall seasonality, how many repair orders are coming into service and comparing that to our repair orders per or our hours per repair order. So that means basically we can see this nice curve. There's this curve where we're really busy in service and then it gets really slow. And at the same time, our hours per RO are very low in that busy time. And then they get higher and higher as we slow down because we have this time to slow down the process and to work with our customers better and to build the sale. And I feel like we need to remember that, that right now isn't the time to just you know, lose the momentum and forget what we're doing. It's the time to really focus on how can we buckle down and make the process more enjoyable for customers and make the processes and service more streamlined and clean it up and get ready for the season to break coming up soon. I like what you just said, because everybody, you know, come February, 
knows that it's coming, right? Like we're, we're preparing to get, to get into season, but I do believe a massive portion, if not almost all service departments are scrambling right now to go, Oh man, how are we going to make this happen? You know, how are we going to, unless you're in Florida and and, and stuff like that, but like, how are we going to make this happen? Time to start cleaning the shop. We're going to have to break out the paintbrushes and no really. and, And we've been discussing this in our podcast since the fall. If you're not getting proactive right now and creating urgency for the customer, giving the customer a reason to walk through your door in the service department, well, then you're doing it wrong. So I I like what you're saying there. Absolutely. So just taking what Max said in reverse order to your point on that one, Tony, I always think about priority maintenance customers. Um, And, you know, and they're not unlike everyone else as far as the winter and time slow down. Like I'm not using the motorcycle. I'm not using the boat. Maybe I even winterize the boat, whatever it happens to be. But if there's an opportunity to get some maintenance done, why would I, the customer, not have that done right now? I don't need it in any time frame. I can bring it in. And we all know that if I've already paid for that priority maintenance, I'm wide open to suggestions of upselling and adding on of all the other stuff we can do to that. But Max, I got a question for you. I'll make one more point and then you can maybe tie these two together here. That priority maintenance piece plus the idea that I keep talking about we had the biggest surge of first-time boat buyers and first-time motorcycle buyers over COVID and still coming out of COVID. It dipped down some, but it's nowhere near where it was in 2019. So we still have a lot of first-timers. What do first-timers know about boating and motorcycles? And the answer is nothing yet. So how open are they to the cool stuff that you want to do to my boat or my bike when it's up on the lift? Would you agree with both of those sentiments about driving them back in and then open to upsells and add-ons? Oh, absolutely. I mean, it, I, I still look at the service department as the experts in what things can go on units and what things should be done with units and when your service should be accomplished. You know, uh, of course, our sales guys know a lot of stuff about the products and and the features and the benefits and all that. But when it comes down to really how do you maintain it well? How do you enjoy it the best way? It's the people who see and work on and deal with those units intimately is the service department. And so making that time to pay attention to the new buyers, they don't know what they don't know. And so the more we connect with them when we check them in and the more time we spend with them, this time of the year is the perfect opportunity to reach out to those first time buyers and say, Hey, did you know you have to winterize? Did you know that you could do this? Did you know that while we're slow, it's the best time to put those accessories you've been thinking of or get this service done. I mean, this is the time to really use service as the team to inform and continue to grow the relationship with those new, almost kind of vulnerable customers. They don't have any other experience. And if we're underserving them, that's what they expect for the rest of their lifespan. So let's use this time while we're slow to to serve them well. Yeah. I remember Tony Todd from, uh, from Nautique of Utah, right? From everything else. If you remember the podcast we did with Todd, was it Solberg? Um, Solberg. Yeah. He just had so many different businesses. And here's a guy who's just a serial entrepreneur, has a healthcare business. If you haven't heard the podcast with Todd, you should do it. And and his what was wrong with the industry? I forget how we framed the question, but like, where's the big miss going on in the boating industry right now for his, I think, four rooftops that he has out there in Utah? And his, in, his answer was post-sale follow-up. That's it. The, the person said yes. And then all of a sudden in the salesperson's mind, they're closed when I've always said, no, now they're open. Now you have an open customer that you can make a customer for life. You didn't close the sale. You open the customer, but they don't know what they don't know until we, the people who use the product, get them back in. Um, 
Yeah. Yeah. It's always interesting to me, you know, like we talk about sales departments, they're focusing so much on, on the leads that are coming in the door, the people who come through and they're interested in the boat, they're interested in the motorcycle. Well, we've got a whole list of customers in the database who are already customers. They're enthusiasts that we already know that we're engaged with and it's services responsibility to keep the, keep the relationship going and keep the excitement going along the way so that they continue in the sport with us. So yeah, I I need you to say that's, Last sentence, one more time, and I want everybody to hear that. Say a little bit slower. You said it's service's responsibility to do what? It's service's responsibility to keep people in the sport, to keep people excited about the product. That's yeah. what we do. We're the touch point. I don't think, I wouldn't say any, I don't think most well, owners, general managers, sales managers even think that. Even say, uh, uh, sales managers, service managers, that, that's a good point. Um, you know, here, here we go. One thing that I think is so interesting that, that is just proof to me, at least if think about social media, a dealership, social media account, who follows their accounts. It's not people who are interested in buying. If they're interested in buying that first boat, that first motorcycle, they follow the manufacturer. The people who follow your accounts are the ones who have already purchased from you. They have a relationship with that dealership now. And what are those people what are we trying to do? What are we trying to show them? I think we spend a lot of money trying to convince people to come into dealerships. They, we, you know, to, to come to the sales department, come to this event we're having, come to this, all this stuff. And we spend all this money to try to get them to come there. And then, you know, all this other energy we spend on the other side of the shop, trying to keep customers out of the service department. Cause we're like, Hey, no, you can't go in there. You're going to hurt yourself or you're going to distract my technicians. Why don't we just use that energy to be able to say, okay, everybody, the people who follow you and are engaged in your dealership, the what they want to know and talk about and the people they want to talk to are in the service department. That's the people they deal with now. And, um, and I just feel like, you know, if there's ever a time where we have the opportunity and the time for our advisors and our technicians to be able to start connecting and making better memories with customers to, to keep them in the sport, a time like this, when it slows down, is that moment. This is when we do it. We focus on making better customers, making better team members, training them up. It's just use your time effectively and don't just twiddle your thumbs. Hey, Max, um, you know, I ask a lot of, uh, or, or we theoretically talk about this on the podcast, talk about it in our management training academies. And I ask dealers this question all the time. When I say dealers, owners of the dealership, mm-hmm. if you could have the front door or the CRM, which one would you take? And every time everyone says CRM, do you think the service advisors think that too? Like if I took away the door, would you prefer to work off of, off of the DMS CRM or would you just want the door to keep swinging? And that's a tough one. I, I think, I think it's opposite. Yeah. We're incredibly reactionary in service. You know, one of the things I do in the service management Academy is we do a seasonality analysis. So we study the count of repair orders that come in over periods of time, over two week periods. And it's so surprising to me how much of an eye opening experience that is for so many managers, because we never look at it that way. We look at it as we're either busy and pulling our hair out or we're twiddling our thumbs and looking for work. And so when you start analyzing, okay, we actually know consistently we get slammed busy at this time of the year. And then we, we get super duper slow and we get slammed busy again. If we look at a seasonality chart like that, then it makes sense to start going, okay, let's use the CRM or let's use the historical information in the DMS to say, we should start not only calling customers to come in at this time, but we should be calling them to come in at this time. And then we should be like, that's how we fill the schedule. 
So the door is going to swing and we right now have no control over how busy it is when the door swings. If we start paying attention to seasonality, then we can control the amount of door swing a lot better. Yeah. So that's, I think it's, it's a both. The, it should be both. <laughs> it should be both, right? We fill the calendar and we have slots available for the exactly. people coming in who need tires or whatever happens to be. So, no, I, I like that plan. I'm going to go back to something you set up at the top, Mac. You talked about sometimes when sales departments slow down, service doesn't necessarily slow down. Now, I also said, you also said that we're going into winter, so it naturally starts to slow down. But is there some pressure on the service department when the sales department starts slowing? And if so, what would that be? Yeah. I mean, I, I think, you know, most stores, when it starts slowing down in sales, it's going to affect everything. And it affects it in a way where a lot of general managers and dealer principals are going to start trying to pull back on expenses and, and pull the reins in. And so I've seen some stores making some pretty dramatic decisions around the service department based on the overall sales of the store and really based on what's happening in the sales department. But we have to remember that if the sales aren't happening, it means that customers are keeping units longer. We're, we are going to need more service work. People are going to need things to be worked on. So I get concerned when I see people making these decisions to say, okay, well, let's get rid of some of the service support staff. Because what that turns into is a less proficient shop and a drop in hours per RO and a poor service experience. And all those things lead to less money through the back of house. So worse absorption percentages. And it leads to upset customers who then don't come back. So it's it creates this almost like self-fulfilling prophecy of like, you know, it's not working well, let's cut expenses, which makes it work worse. <laughs> and it just keeps going on from there. Yeah. So, so Max, you got some, you have some initiatives starting in January of 2024. Why don't you hit Mm -hmm. them with what's going on really quick? Actually, you know, one thing we could kind of tie the last statement together with this one is um, I've been making these little, uh, you've seen the service manager minutes. It's these just quick descriptions of some things you can do to really quickly adjust your service department. And what those are, there's little there's snippets of, of what we train in the Service Management Academy. One of the ones that just came out was actually about service expenses. And, and how do you make sure you cover those? Max, where, where are they? You keep talking about where are they? Oh, yeah. Those are, those are on all of our Garage Composite social media. They're on our Instagram account. They're being posted on Facebook. They're being posted on our LinkedIn. Um, just look for Service Manager Minute. And they're all about a minute. So I'm a little over that. You know, I, I try to talk real fast in them, but sometimes I wasn't talking fast enough. But um, the, the first one that came out was specifically about look at your service payroll expense, those non-tech expenses there. And how can we actually justify that expense? Not just how do we get rid of it, but how do we increase sales to make sure that we even that out so that we can look at a store and not just say, the only way to fix this problem is to cut the headcount. Because we know there's another way to fix the problem. That's to increase the sales. So how can we increase the sales? And there's multiple ways to do it. And there's multiple strategies. The real meat of that, all the ways we can do it is part of the Service Management Academy. But there's some great insights you can learn just from these little free little promos, little videos we're posting right now. I wanted people to really understand what like the 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 level of information that we get in these service management academies. And those are a great example of it. So when's the next one that's coming up? Uh, so the next service management academy, which is uh, round R, that's the 18th iteration of it, by the way, uh, nice. that starts January 17th. That's a very big one coming up. And then online. you have a series, you have another online series starting as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So so we've got two different things. We've got that service management academy. That's the big 
the big behemoth when it's 14 weeks long, it's, you know, that you're making a growth plan. We're doing seasonality analysis. We're designing service departments essentially and growth strategies for the service departments. The other one is the service advisor update. And the service advisor update is a much shorter series. It is one hour a week for four weeks straight. And what it does is we're basically taking the training that is directed to the service advisors, the sales process itself, and distilling it just into one kind of like quick reminder update. Here's what you need to know about greeting customers and getting them checked in. Here's what you need to know about upsales and YMCA and deliveries to customers. So it's almost like um, one of the ways I like to use this is we'll put service managers through the academy. Right? And they'll go through this whole 14-week program. They'll come up with these great strategies to grow their store. But sometimes you need an extra voice, an outside voice to remind your team of what we're doing. A little like reminder of, hey, this is why this asking these questions about customers is important. And that's what the service advisor update is. So one thing I like about the difference too, just so you, just so you can kind of understand the difference between the two products. The service management academy is we focus with the service manager only. It is... Let's come up with your perfect plan. Let's strategize around it. Let's build it out. Let's prove that it's going to work. And then the service advisor update is actually, it's one price for your entire store. You can have as many people as you want to show up into that. And that is a, an hour long quick, like most people use it in a lunch break. They'll get everybody together in the room. We'll all kind of watch this video together. And then when I end those, I actually end them with what's a group question. So, you know, pose it to whoever's watching it as a group and say, okay, how can this apply into your store? So that even though the training is done, it starts this kind of flow of conversation between the team. So everybody's bought in and, and doing it together. Cool. That's great. How did they get signed up, yeah. Max? So they can uh, visit garagecomposites.com and go over to products and find it there. But you can sign up to both of them. That way, there's a there's a form uh, that you're going to fill in for the service advisor update. And then with the service management academy, uh, you can actually reach out to us to get more info for that as well or sign up on the website. Uh, one of the best resources, Neil, uh, is actually, he has got a bunch of great resources to share about both of those things. So if you email neil at garagecomposites.com, he's a great Great person to follow up with on this too. Right cool. on, man. Hey, yeah. thanks for coming on with us. Yeah, of course. Thanks for having me. It's always nice being on here with you guys. So that was like that was like 17 moments with Max <laughs> as opposed to a moment <laughs> with Max. You always so, know it's going to be a lot of, of things. Those, yeah, two of those might be valuable too, Tony. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I got to talk to our social media person for stealing moments with Max and turning it into minutes with Max. There's a copy. <laughs> All right, Max. Well, hey, man, thanks again for joining us. I know you're super busy. Happy holidays yeah. to you. Merry Christmas. Happy New Year. And we'll see you there in the new year. Yeah. Of course. Yeah. Thanks for having me. It's always awesome being on with you guys. So Thank do you it again soon. Hopefully. Enjoy some downtime. Yeah. Yeah. yeah for, you too. For Sam Dantzler, Max Matern, I'm Tony Gonzalez. This has been GarageCast. We will see you guys next Tuesday. Thanks, everyone. Thanks, everyone.